This is In the Trenches, Broadcast 14. Welcome to In the Trenches, where entrepreneurs, artists, writers, designers, inventors, warriors, and leaders share their stories of doing the hard, creative work that impacts all of our lives. Let the journey inspire you to do something worthwhile, build something bold, and create your life's work. And now... Your host, Tom Morgus. Welcome back, everyone, to another broadcast of In the Trenches. Today's guest is Jennifer Blanchard, a writer, creative wellness and writing coach, and an all-around creative entrepreneur. The last few years, Jen's been working on developing a number of businesses in and around writing, storytelling, and publishing. She has an ebook coming out at the end of September called Creative on Demand, Instant Inspiration Exactly When You Need It which is all about how health affects creativity. So if you've ever suffered from lack of motivation or creativity, uh, and specifically health problems or anything related, definitely check out Jen's book, and we'll dig into that in a little bit. Currently, Jen is in the process of consolidating her many websites online into one resource, which you can find at jenniferblanchard.net, and that'll be linked to in the show notes. So Jen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, Jennifer, um, you know, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what led you to what you're doing today as a writer, as a creative wellness and writing coach, etc. Well, um, I've been writing since I always say since birth, <laughs> but um, I've been writing yeah. my whole life. And um, I went to college for journalism. I did the writing thing. I, I've had a, a lot of different writing jobs and um, the main place that's gotten me where I am now is I was having some, I was having some motivation issues and I wanted to just start um, really kind of getting my writing out there and, and doing more of my own writing. And so I started the blog called Procrastinating Writers. I started that in 2008 and my goal was to write one blog post a week and then also to finish the draft of my novel by my birthday that year. So um, I did that and it was awesome, but I was starting to notice more that I was not as consistent as I wanted to be. I still had a lot of just writer's block issues. And then the following year, I started having a lot of major health issues, just like I was having heartburn and anxiety and like acid reflux and just like chest pain. And it was just, it was very strange. And it took a huge toll on my writing because I wasn't able to focus as much. I wasn't having as much clarity. Um, My energy was so low that I just, I wasn't giving myself the time really that I needed. And so um, after a very scary incident. I had just a horrible panic attack in the middle of the night one night and decided I had enough. I went to my doctor and, you know, he didn't give me an answer that I liked. He wanted to give me pills and that was not what I was going for. So I decided to take my, kind of take it into my own hands. I went to health coaching school and almost immediately changing what I ate made such a huge difference. Like just night and day difference as far as like I felt so clear and I had so much energy and my creativity was back and I I mean within six months of signing up for my health coaching program I launched my first ebook I um, started doing writing workshops and I started blogging a lot more and um, by you know the the final end of the year I'd gotten three to four blog posts a week which before I was doing one just barely Um, and then I ended up finding out that I had food allergies 
and that that was the biggest reason that I was feeling so just sick all the time. So when I took those out of my diet, everything shifted. I mean, it was like, it was amazing. But it turned out the gluten I was eating was what was giving me such bad problems and also my energy just being so bad, like just so, you know, tired all the time. And so when I took that out, I mean, my creativity skyrocketed. It was amazing. Like, I can't even, I I wish that I could, like, put it into words. It was just, it was so incredible and just so powerful. And from that moment on, like, things just got so clear. Like, I launched another ebook with no problem. I was working on novels. I've got blog posts. And that really made the biggest difference. And I decided that it was important for me to teach this to other writers and to other creative people because of so many of the writers I was encountering were saying things like, I want to write a book, but I don't have enough energy or I'm too tired or, you know, I just feel like blocked all the time. And, you know, I don't have that creative like flow that I want to be in. And so I just decided that I could teach that to them and show them how to do it through improving, you know, their health and their wellness. Sure. So I'm curious, do you have a particular uh, diet that you've created or one that you uh, promote in terms of say like oh I'm a big proponent of like paleo or something like that. No, not really. So um, my I mean I do rec- like think that people should get off gluten just because gluten is just it causes so many health problems and especially since mm-hmm. um, our society is literally putting gluten in everything now. But I don't think that there's one specific way that you should eat because I feel like everybody's body is different and they all need different things. So. You know, taking gluten out for me made a huge difference with my creativity. But maybe for someone else, it could be just changing the, you know, stop eating junk food. Or it could just be, you know, start eating breakfast every morning, just something that gives them more energy. It could just be a small shift like that and not necessarily having to change everything. So I don't really promote a specific type of diet. I just think people should find what works best for them. Right. Okay, interesting. And like, so then, you know. Yeah, absolutely. So how is it that you combined that I guess that pursuit of healthy living and then tied it into uh, creativity. Uh, it seems to me it's, it's, it's unique. Um, I, I don't know of anybody else that's done that. So what made you think to, to tie that into um, what you write about and what you coach about? Um, well, like I said, because it had such a huge impact for me, I just thought I can't be the only person that this would work for, you know? And so I, I know that like, and I actually, I have, I have clients that I've worked with. Like I have, um, I'm working with this girl who's writing a screenplay and she, one of the biggest things was saying was I'm so tired after I work all day. Like I don't have time to work on my screenplay because I'm just exhausted. And so I gave her some energy stuff to do some like changing of the food she was eating in the morning. And, and just from that alone, she, the next call we had, she was like, Oh my God, like the energy thing made such a huge difference. Like I never even realized how much the food I was eating was impacting, you know, my, my life and my creativity. And, so, and, and another thing that brought me to this point was Julia Cameron. She's a, I mean, a world-renowned creativity expert, and um, she actually has a book called The Writing Diet, and it's all about just, like, and it's really not about food. It's more about just different things you can do to, like, to have more creativity and to be, you know, a stronger writer. And, and she talks about things like, you know, morning pages and taking walks. And so things that are not necessarily always tied to creativity, but, that actually really work for it. So I like to think of myself as like, you know, the modern day Julia Cameron, because she kind of came of, you know, popularity along, I would say like at least a decade, if not more, uh, more than a decade ago. So I, I think that she's, you know, another thing that really brought me to this idea that creativity and health do have a connection. 
Sure. So where do you see yourself going in that regard? Um, I mentioned earlier that you're consolidating some of your websites. You have a bunch out there, and I, if you'd like, I definitely will, will um, put them in the show notes, all, all of those that you have. But I know you're, all, you're consolidating to jenniferblanchard.net. Mm-hmm. Um, what's, what's the move for? Why do that? Um, and what's the goal going forward for you? So I guess the reason I decided to do that was because, well, one <laughs> – it's just it's a pain in the ass to have three websites and to have yeah. three you know different blogs to update and three email lists. It's like it's very hard and it's it makes it like you spread yourself too thin and then you can't be effective at any one thing that you're doing. So the reason I have so many blogs to begin with was because I started out like I said doing procrastinating writers as a way of just motivating myself and getting myself writing more often. And then when I went to health school and I you know started doing the creativity wellness thing, I started inky bites because I didn't think I could tie it into procrastinating writers. But now I'm finding that they both tie together and that I need to stop being a brand name and I need to just be me. And, you know, so bring kind of all those things under the umbrella of like me and I'm, you know, the person who who's doing all the different things as opposed to like having one brand for writing and one for creative wellness and one for whatever else I decide to do in the future. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I guess going forward, my goal is to just have everything all on one site so that I don't have to send people to a million places to see, you know, what I do and to learn about how they can improve their creativity and their writing. And then also just so that when I have other things I want to do, because I'm actually what you would call a multi-potentialite, which is just a person with a lot of interests, a lot of hobbies and a lot of skill sets. And I feel like I should be able to do all of those things together. I don't have to keep them separate anymore, you know? So I guess my goal going forward is just having one place for everything that I do. Sure. And I definitely want to ask you about your upcoming book, but before I get to that, I'm curious about the transition from uh, being an employee to being self-employed, being an entrepreneur, essentially, especially in, in, in the world that you're in, um, in far, as far as writing is concerned. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that transition? How was that for you? Sure. So um, I guess... I always, I'm just like everybody else growing up, you know, I was told you go to college and then you get a job and, you know, my family is all people who've done jobs, the same job for 20, 30 years. And so I always was like thinking that's what I had to do. But when I got out of college and I started working, I realized like, this isn't what I want to do. This sucks. Like, I don't want to have to be in an office every day and commute to get there. And especially because I was an online worker, you know, I was doing so much online stuff. I was doing online marketing and online writing social media. And I'm like, I have to commute an hour and 15 minutes each way to go sit at a desk and do the same thing I could do from home and do it better and, and faster, you know? So that kind of got in my head about maybe I need to just like work from home all the time. But then I realized it's about more than working from home. It's about control. It's about freedom. It's about me being able to do what I love every day and not have to answer to anybody. And so, um, you know, I, I got myself psyched up to quit this job I had, and I was ready to do it. This was, I think, May of 2011. I was ready to quit this job, and so I, I put my notice in, and I alerted my bosses that I was going to leave, and then I uh, I chickened out, and I ended up taking a higher-paying job at another place, and that, I would say, cemented it for me. So I just found out that, like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to work for somebody and I don't want to have to push somebody else's product or somebody else's belief. Like I want to do what I believe and what I think is what I'm here for to do in this world. So um, 
let's say, January 2012, I rolled into work after a vacation from being off for Christmas, and uh, I just, I pulled in the parking garage and literally just started crying out of nowhere, and I, I didn't even know what, like, what triggered it or anything, but I just told myself, when your job makes you cry, it's time to say goodbye, and so I set a quit date of May 9th, and then uh, actually within two months, so March 20th was my final day working in a corporate job. I just, I'd had enough. I was out and I didn't have any money saved. I didn't have like, I know the better thing to do would be to save money and to do it the right way, you know, but for me, it was just, I was so desperate and I was so just, I couldn't handle it anymore. Like I was, I felt every single day, like a part of me was dying going to that job. And so I just decided, you know what, I'm going to trust the universe. I'm going to trust myself. I'm going to, you know, just quit this job and I know something's going to come along. And thankfully I ended up finding that I had quite a bit of money in my 401k account. And so I cashed it out, took the penalty, cashed it out. And I lived off that for about five months until I was able to replace the income. And now I, you know, like I'm an entrepreneur, I work for myself. I love every minute of it and I would never, ever go back. Yeah, I'm curious. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I, you know, you mentioned one thing that kind of stuck out to me, which is that idea that you know, as an employee, it it didn't really matter that you know you could work from home or that you could have maybe a, a higher paying position or that somehow life can improve as an employee. There was it sounded like there was something, some desire deep down inside you that said, okay, I I don't I don't want to build somebody else's dream. I want to build my own. Exactly. Can you touch on that a little bit? I'm kind of curious about that. Or just like on the dream, you mean, or on just... About about the desire to build your own way yeah. and to build your own path. So I just, I was pushing, I was a marketing person, you know, and I was pushing a lot of products that I didn't believe in that I, you know, the company I was working for was doing a lot of shady stuff and, and just barely unethical. And I felt just so uncomfortable doing that. And it made me realize... I'm not here to, you know, sell some other company's product. Like I'm here because I, you know, have these these skills and these things that I want to do and it's like I just I had this desire to help writers and to help people who want to write and like to just drag out the stories that are inside of people. Like I just wanted to help them do that however they needed that help. So whether it was, you know, improving their creativity or whether it was just teaching them how to sit down and put the words on paper, like whatever it was they needed, I felt this calling to just like to help them do that and to make it happen because, you know, I needed that help when I was starting out. And like I said, in 2008, when I did my blog, I ended up hiring a writing coach to help me um, write my novel. And it made such an impact on me because I was, I just, I felt like so much more confident and she knew what she was doing to be able to help me do it. And I thought I could do that. Like I could help people, write their books and I could help them, you know, improve their creativity and just, I can help people write. Like that's what I wanted to do was just help people write. So, um, I guess that was what was, was driving that desire was just this. I had this voice inside me that just kept saying, you're a book coach, you're a writing coach. Like you're here to help people write. And I wasn't doing that at my other jobs. And so I just knew that I was not going to be able to find a company that was going to be exactly like how I wanted. And so I thought I need to create my own company. Yeah. So how has your career been in regards to uh to publishing? How many books have you published and then and then we'll get into the one that you're about to publish coming up here in September. But uh tell us about what you've written so far and, and what your experience has been uh in that regard in terms of, you know, being a writer, publishing uh being self-published. Tell us about that experience. Sure. So um I wrote my first 
ebook. I published it in March of 2010. It's called Butt and Chair. It's a productivity guide for writers who struggle to get started. And it basically, if you work through that book, there's no way that you will not be writing because the book is full of just exercises and prompts and activities to just get you writing. And that was my biggest goal. That was the goal I had with my blog after a while was just teach people how to start writing. And then the next ebook I ended up writing was, it's called Pen Name. And I did that one kind of, I know a lot of entrepreneurs like test things first and like see if there's really a need for it before they put the books out and put their products out. But for me, I felt like Number one, pen name was getting the most traffic to my website, which was so weird, but I was getting like 1,500 hits a month on this one article I wrote. And so I thought, there needs to be a book about this. And I didn't know Mm -hmm. if it would sell or not, but I was just like, sometimes something is inside you, and the only way you're ever going to shut it up is to let it out. And so that's what I felt like with this book. I'm like, I just need to publish this book. I don't care if I sell none of, no copies. You know, I just wanted to get it out of my head so I could move on to something else. And so I wrote that book um, May of 2012, and, um, you know, it actually sold, which is good, but I wasn't, like I said, I had no intention. I just needed to get it out of my head and get it out there. So it was, a, I guess, a blessing that it sold because it was really just done as a personal project. Sure. So now my next book that's coming out, I have, I've been working on, I've been working on it for about a year now. I haven't been writing it for a year, but I've been doing a lot of research and planning and and just talking to people about it. And um, so I'm finally to a point where I feel like this is the time for it. It's time. And actually, it's so funny because I, I, I like to do things around my birthdays, like birthday milestones. So I'm turning 30 in September. And so I told myself this book is going to be out by the end of September. It's, you know, that's the deadline. And I'm launching it just because I feel like it's time for me to finally step out on the ledge and be this person that I am like my other books are great and I you know they're extremely helpful but as far as going out on the ledge they were really more of like I'm just sharing information that people need right now whereas creative on command is really more about me stepping out there and saying I believe something that a lot of people don't know about a lot of people don't probably don't even believe they might even think I'm crazy but I just feel like this is my first time where I'm really putting myself out there and saying you know, here's my story and here's how I was able to change my creativity because of I cha- changing my health. And so that whole process has been kind of, it's been fun. It's been a little scary, I would say. It's the scariest book I've written so far just because it's mm-hmm. so personal to me. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like one of those things you just have to do. Yeah. And it sounds like uh, you're, you're right on the money with like setting a ship date and saying this is a, the do or die date that it ships. Yep. Uh, does that does that propel you forward? Does that put pressure on you in a positive way? It does. Um, I'm I'm kind of like crazy, so my friends always say I'm crazy. I, I just like to really like challenge myself, and so I actually set my birthday goal. I'm writing. I'm finishing this draft of my novel that I'm working on. And I'm also finishing this book and launching it. So I'm. Just I've got a lot going on, but I feel like sometimes you have to like just like you said ship. You just have to pick a date. You just have to say I'm doing it, and that's it. And in order to like put a little bit more pressure on myself, I actually I I'm gonna be on two podcasts in September talking about the book. And so it's like now I know like I have to get this done. Like there's no way around it. I'm you know I'm gonna get it done. And sometimes you need that pressure. Like it's hard to self set deadlines and to stick to them, you know? So I feel like if you put just a little bit more pressure on yourself, sometimes it makes a huge difference. 
Yeah, actually, it's, it makes makes me think of another question I want to ask you. Then, as as a self employed person, an entrepreneur, you set your own deadlines, you set your schedule. Do you have any uh, creative hacks, any any life hacks in terms of managing yourself when it comes to doing things like that, or is that is that essentially it? It's set a deadline and then and then hustle to meet it. Um. Yeah. So it's it's a little bit of it's some planning, but it's mostly just. I have to, because I'm a big procrastinator. That was the whole point of my procrastinating writer's blog at first was because I procrastinate. So um, the idea of me, like, I could give myself a year to write this book if I wanted to. But the thing is, you know, I feel like I need to do it now. And so to make myself do it, I just, I have to kind of put that pressure, set the deadline, tell myself I'm going to do it. Because, I mean, I've, all this time now, I've been saying I'm going to write this book, I'm going to do all this stuff. But until I set that deadline and put pressure on myself, I wouldn't have done anything. And because I did that, I've already gotten, at least gotten every chapter started. And now it's really a matter of just going back and finishing up and adding the rest of the stuff in and, you know, just doing the final finishing touches. So it's moved along within the last 30 days more than it had in the last year. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's, uh, that's how it is, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That's what I've noticed. Yep. I'm the same way in a lot of ways. I, I will bite off more than I can chew, but I, I found that, in a lot of ways, I need to because yep. it it forces me to, uh, to, I guess, take action and finish things, exactly. especially the ship date. And you know? my friends are always like, you're so crazy. Why do you have so much stuff going on all the time? And I'm like, because if I didn't, I wouldn't get anything done. Like, I'm one of those people that I have to have a ton on my plate so that I focus, focus, focus and get things done. Whereas if I'm just working on a book and that's the only thing I have going on for this whole year... I mean, I'm going to lull a gag. I'm not going to work on it every day. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to take the time to focus on it. And I'm not going to tell myself, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to go out tonight. You're going to sit down and you're going to work on this book. I don't have that when I'm only working on one. Yeah, it's it kind of makes you wonder how some authors do it where they'll be commissioned or, or whatever you call it to, to write a book through the publisher. And they have like a deadline of like a year out or something like that. I'm like, I don't know. If I could deal with that, I, I think I would probably just sit around and wait until like the last month or two yeah. and then knock everything out. And I do that too. Like I'm such a procrastinator as far as like I do my best work at the last minute. I always have. And that's what I think probably the journalism thing in me is just like journalists work better on deadlines. I write better on deadlines. So it's like my book will come out way better finishing it in 30 days than it ever would if I gave myself six months. Yeah, very interesting. Cool. So, what is your, you know, goals as, as far as publishing it in terms of, you know, you you hoping for a certain number of sales, you hoping for a certain number of uh, cuz I'm curious from a standpoint of somebody who's who's self-published myself um and 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 then having a, you know, a bit of success with it and then saying to myself, "Wow, you know, maybe this next, you know, whatever next project I work on, it'll be even bigger." And then kind of mm-hmm. uh, how do you, you know, I guess how do you think about that? What are your thoughts on that in terms of like setting goals that are kind of external to yourself um, in terms of, you know, kind of out of your control, I guess. But, but you know, I think you get what I'm getting at. Uh-huh. How do you manage those expectations and, and what are your goals with that in terms of reach and, and things like that? So um, my biggest thing is that I always try not to expect to – like I try not to have expectations. I try to go into things as what I call passionately detached. So like – I'm so passionate about what I'm doing, but I'm detached from the outcome. So it's like this book is so important to me, and I feel like it's the foundation of, like, who I am and what I believe as far as, like, writing and creativity and and health. But I I have no expectation of it in any other way 
besides the fact that I just need to put it out there. And I just trust that, like, by putting it out there, the universe is going to help me, you know, make something big of it. And I, I just, so, I, I mean, I have, like, I have a launch date. I have a launch plan. I have, like I said, I have some podcasts that I'm doing. I have some marketing stuff. But, which, obviously, if you're going to launch a product, you have to have that. Otherwise, why are you bothering? But at the same time, I have no, like, number in mind. I don't have, like, a number of books I want to sell or a number of money I want to make. I just... I just want to get that idea out there. I just want to start selling people on the idea of health and creativity and how they tie together. That's what I want to do. And so, you know, if I, if I sell 10 copies, if I sell 10,000 copies, I'll be happy just knowing that there's people in the world who are going to get this information and it could change their life as much as it's changed mine. Yeah. Very interesting. Very cool. So I'm curious too, again, as, as a writer myself to a degree, I say to a degree because I struggle a lot to write. Like it's really painful for me to do it. Um, is that how it is for you, or is it pretty? You're, I mean, you're pretty. You know, is it pretty easy for you to get started to to write to get stuff out there? I'm curious because I'm I'm personally curious because I wonder if I'm really a writer or if no, I'm not really a writer, but I just I hustle through it and I, I figure things out. I figure it out, you know, and I just I'm not naturally a writer. I just you know hustle to make it happen. Wait, you have a um, book so, out? I bought your book, so you are a writer. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the yeah. thing. You are a writer. Don't say you're not a writer. You are a writer. And I think a lot sure. of people don't even, they don't look at themselves that way because they don't consider themselves like traditionally, I'm so good at writing. But like, if you wrote a book, you're a writer. <laughs> so mm-hmm. don't downplay that, you know, it's, it's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. But as far as um, just like, yeah, so when I was first starting out, my writing was not consistent. It was slow because I was having so many blocks and stuff. Now, because I have such clarity and I'm, I'm, I cultivate my creative well. So I basically, I nourish it every single day. I do morning pages. I do, you know, morning meditations. I have, um, I do outlines. Like I plan my stuff out before I write it. Like I, I do all the things that will keep that well full. So that way when I need something creative, when I have to sit down and write, I don't feel stuck because I've set myself up to have that creativity just unleash itself. Okay, cool. Okay, you know, very interesting. I, I, I've really enjoyed this conversation, Jen. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious if there's anything else that you'd like to uh, to put out to the audience, um, a, a, you know, ways that they can get a hold of you or shout-outs or anything like that, and I'll definitely make sure I annotate it on the show notes. But anything else you'd like to put out there? Um, I mean, I think you said my website, jenniferblanchard.net. Um, mm-hmm. I'm on Twitter at InkyBytes right now. Um, I don't know if I'm going to change that or not because when you change your handle, you kind of break all your links, so I'm probably just going to leave it. Um, Facebook.com slash Jennifer Blanchard Coaching. Um, I think that's all my links out there right now. But, yeah, I mean, I guess I just want to say to people, you know, everybody has innate creativity. We're born with it, and there's there's no way that you can get around that. We are creative beings. We were created, and we are creative. So it's not a matter of you are creative or you're not creative. It's a matter of some people take the time and deliberately cultivate their creativity, and they nourish it. And some people don't. That's the only difference. Otherwise, every person is creative. So, you know, I would say go out there and and find ways to nourish your creativity, whether it's just, you know, writing something or it's creating something, you know, painting, drawing, it's writing a song. I mean, anything you can do. It's even cooking. Like anything you can do that's creative, just do it because that is going to help you get better. I cannot agree more. Uh, perfect message, and it's totally what I believe and what I write about. And uh, yeah, 
absolutely resonates with me. So thank you so much, Jen, again, for being on the interview. It's great to have you here. And uh, let's stay in touch and keep doing great things. Yeah, you too. Thanks so much. And that wraps up In the Trenches, broadcast 14. If you're interested in the show notes, just go to www.tomworkus.com slash broadcast 14. And that's the number 14. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's broadcast. If you did, I'd really love it if you would leave a rating or review in the iTunes store. The more ratings and reviews the show gets, the more people it will reach. So thank you so much in advance for your support. As always, this is Tom Morcus. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. Thank you for listening to In the Trenches. Your creative work doesn't stop here. Join the resistance, the small but growing army of entrepreneurs and artists putting a dent in the world at www.tommorkis.com. Never fight alone. Join the resistance.